Are you searching for happiness? Well, what if you could be more than happy? Think about it. Happiness can be found in a moment. You're relaxing on a beach looking out at the ocean. That's a happy place to be. But joy, well, it goes deeper. Like the bright coral reef under the sea, joy is within you, even in the midst of life struggles. Scripture speaks of joy as being one of the fruits of the Spirit. It's a gift that's yours to receive. So let's start living a joy-filled life. To do that, we're going to talk about things like having an attitude of gratitude, conquering fear, finding faith, learning to love yourself, and so much more. We can do this together, so let's dive in. So what do you have to be grateful for? Well, whether you realize it or not, you could fill a book with all the reasons you have to give thanks. In this More Than Happy episode, you'll discover how being thankful isn't just for one day of the year. It's for every minute of every day of the year. Joining me is friend Joe Sipley from Pittsburgh. His superpowers are bringing people together, fostering those relationships, and putting the pieces together to make great things happen. It's Joe's attitude of gratitude that influences his everyday living. I can't wait for you to find out how. Let's get started. So tell me, tell me some of the things that you are most grateful for. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's every day. You know, all the things, all the little things around us that we really need to kind of, you know, be present about, um, you know, that I'm grateful for. You mentioned the word present, and I think that that is extremely important because being grateful is being present. It is. Yeah, absolutely. It is. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of times we can get really way ahead of ourselves, you know, know, worrying about what may happen or what may have happened. Right. You know, it's one of the things I started saying a number of years ago, uh, you know, when somebody would ask you in that really kind of perfunctionary way, like, Hey, how are you? How you doing? You know, checkout line, whatever, you know, I started saying things like, Hey, I'm awesome. Or, you know, every day's a blessing. Actually, there's a story behind that. And it's a testament to somebody that, uh, that was near and dear to me that really was an example. And, uh, besides being my brother-in-law for 31 years was also my best friend. And, uh, Bob was a tremendous guy. I mean, everybody loved Bob, you know, uh, very personable, you know, uh, good looking guy, you know, imagine the Kennedys, all that kind of thing, you know, Bob O'Keefe and Bob was an educator and and a visionary in a lot of ways, but anyhow, so, so Bob, uh, Bob retired from Pittsburgh public schools. He was a principal, uh, actually started the, um, music kind of, uh, indoctrination and caucation into the programming at Dilworth Academy. And, um, Bob retired, uh, May, June, whatever it was, and was asked to come back in August because, you know, a, a principal had taken ill. Uh, so, you know, he said, yes, yeah, you're fine. So started back, you know, opening up the school and then in short order, started having some back pains. And I was like, Hey, Bob, you know, maybe you need to change running shoes. Cause he's a very avid runner, very fit guy. Anyhow, long story short, you know, they find a tumor on his, on his spine ended up being multiple myeloma and, um, you know, had to go through, you know, chemo and whatnot. 
and I was blessed, very fortunate to be very, you know, intimate with that whole process. You know, I was able to, to take the time to take him to his chemo appointments, you know, be with him, talk, whatever. Uh, sometimes just be right. You know, sometimes you gotta, you know, you learn the best thing to do is just to be present, you know, and, and not say anything. Um, so anyhow, you know, Bob, you know, had, you know, everything to look forward to. He had his, you know, first grandson that, that was, that was born and then got hit with this, but Bob, uh, Bob through the whole process touched so many other people with the way he handled things with such grace and courage as I, you know, kind of, uh, uh, alluded to earlier. And, you know, when Bob passed and Bob passed in 2009, when Bob passed, you know, I, I decided as a testament to my friend that, you know, I had to come up with something. And what I decided to do was to, you know, have that response. Um, when somebody says, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Cause you know, compared to what, you know, Bob dealt with and how he dealt with it, every day is a blessing. You know, I'm, right. I'm awesome. It's funny because a couple of things happen. Certainly over the course of my time using it, it has changed my wiring and in self-talk. Mm -hmm. And then also the responses, you know, so now when I go into the grocery store and I hit the same, you know, you know, same uh, grocery person, they're like, Hey, yeah. Okay. You're awesome. And I'm like, yeah, you're <laughs> awesome too. That's yeah. right. That's, so that's it's, a, it's a kind of a cool pay it forward thing too. So during the challenging times and, and we all have challenging days or challenging moments in our life, how do you remain grateful? What keeps you so? Trying to stay positive and trying to stay grateful and, you know, watching others and the, the strength and grace that, you know, how they handle situations and, and try to replicate that. You know, I mean, again, you know, I'm a, not a perfect person and I, I like to learn from others. So, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are dealing with a lot of uh, re really challenging things. And I've witnessed, you know, truly greatness um, on so many, in so many ways uh, in my life. And I try to always keep those things in mind when I'm kind of dealing with something that I think is, is a challenge. And also a big part of it is, um, you know, I, I attribute it personally to, to a lot of, uh, you know, spirituality. Um, you know, I come to realize, you know, most of my problems in life have come trying to control things outside of myself. You know, I'm enough to work on, right? If I can give things, you know, my best effort, my best attitude, you know, in all areas of my life, you know, work, play, relationships, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I can control. And if I can honest, be honest with myself and say, you know, I did the best I could there, then I, I sleep in peace. You know, I mean, again, there's so much outside of ourselves that we don't have control over. And, um, you know, so I try to focus on that as well. Um, you know, again, and a lot of it I attribute to, you know, letting go, um, if I may say, let God, you know, if we can really kind of stay focused on being grateful, you know, for what we do have, um, and, and, and not so much what we don't have, you know, that to me, gratitude is, is one of the keys to like, to your point of joy and happiness. Um, you know, I, I can't think of a grateful person that walks around that's not happy. I know that there are people dealing with uh, tremendous, tremendous challenges and pain and suffering in their lives. 
And, but some of those are same people that I've witnessed, you know, that have, have been, uh, role models for me, you know, how they handle things with such grace and courage. You know, when you think about, um, handling things, and I think sometimes we have to turn the table a little bit, um, even in gratitude, I'll give an example. So I'm, you know, I'm at the, at the drugstore and the, uh, pharmacist is just working as hard as he can, you know, back, back in the, uh, in the day there, I think the pharmacist was in the back and you couldn't see him. He's almost like the, the right. going to a restaurant and you can see the chef. So you can see all that. And yeah, he, um, he was the wizard of Oz. You never, yeah. Looked <laughs> yeah. and yeah. there he is now. And, you know, and so, um, we have a, you know, a worker shortage. We are, you know, our businesses are doing less with um, doing more with less. And um, I was in, I was in line one day and um, somebody was complaining that, that, that I mean, there's only two of us actually in line at the time, but it was taking too long. And, and I just watched the pharmacist and he was, you know, just never missed a beat, just kept moving and everything that he had to do to, to keep the orders going. And he just, he never looked up and he just said, I'm just, I'm only one person. And I could right. feel, feel this, feel the stress. And I did tell him um, when I had a moment with him to, um, you know, don't just, you know, you're, you're doing great. You're doing, you're doing the best that you can. You're doing better than the best that you can. So, yeah, you know, just yeah. stay strong with that. Yeah. So I think when it comes to gratitude, we need to say as the customer, as the person looking on um, where something isn't going right, or we don't think somebody is work doing fast enough, or, or we're not getting the service that we want. We really need to put ourselves as comes to empathy into their shoes and try to imagine that if you were that one person that had to do so many things and everybody's relying on you and you're doing everything you can. So from your view, it may not look like something that you would, you should be grateful for, but you should be grateful for when you realize how much that person is giving and how much they are perhaps suffering. When you talk about what, how people are suffering through this time, yeah. um, the stress that that can cause just on, even on that pharmacist's own life. Um, you know, when I did have a moment with him, he said, you know, I just, I just want to cry sometimes. And that's, you know, and that's all it would take would be for some kindness and that gratitude of somebody to be able to say, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I can Absolutely. wait. We're going to get this done and, you know, good for you. So, um, so turning that table sometimes to be grateful for things that we might not think that we should be grateful for to completely change that state of mind. So how can you stay thankful, especially when times are tough? Here's my tip on how to quickly reset your mindset. All you have to do is think of five things in five seconds to be grateful for. Here we go. I have a roof over my head, clothes on my back, my family I can walk, the sun is shining. And just like that, you turn five seconds into being thankful and present in the moment. Do this every day to deepen your trust in God and to create a new level of peace and joy. You know, you, you mentioned your experience with the pharmacist and I, and, and, you know, prior pre, even pre COVID, you know, I always, you know, always preached, you know, everybody, everybody is important. You know, everybody deserves respect. Um, none of us know what somebody else is, is dealing with and going through. So, you know, to be a little kinder, uh, more empathetic, you know, uh, you know, certainly with service all, you know, I mean, I, I used to walk, 
in my, you know, when I was going into offices, you know, for work, whatever, you know, I, I can't tell you the number of times, you know, you walk past the security guard and people are like, pretend they're invisible. Right. And, and I always take the time to say, Hey, thanks for being here. How does having an attitude of gratitude inspire your everyday living, including, I know you do charity work, including the charity work that you do. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, thanks for asking. And, and, and you know, you know, Mary, like I said, you know, at the one point uh, to me, you know, gratitude, you know, focusing on, on being thankful um, to me is a key of happiness. So, you know, that, that starts it right out of the gate. Right. And, right. you know, I've been blessed in so many ways, you know, uh, in, including, you know, having a wonderful family, a spouse that I'm still, you know, earning my way to deserving <laughs> um, three wonderful kids, you know, four absolutely awesome grandkids. And, you know, again, like I said, uh, you know, that blessing to me is something that I feel like, you know, again, I, I I'm obligated to, you know, obviously give back. And, um, you know, I, I try to do some things, you know, I, you know, get in, I've gotten very much involved in a lot of nonprofits. A lot of it's really, um, motivated by things in my life. You know, I got a grandson, my oldest grandson, Max, who's amazing. You know, he was born with a lot of, you know, health challenges, so, you know, kind of got me in, involved with working with <clears throat> doing some things with kids with disabilities and whatnot, different organizations. So, Mary, another, you know, another great example of, of you know, why I am grateful every day. And when I said about, you know, seeing greatness every day, you know, I, I think about the birth of <clears throat> my grandson, Max. And even prior to that, you know, uh, when, when my son, Zach, my youngest of three, you know, came to me, you know, he and his, uh, amazing, uh, uh, fiance now wife, you know, my daughter-in-law, I, I call her my daughter. I mean, she's amazing. But when Max was being carried, we found out that, you know, he had uh, a significant health issue, you know, um, uh, the one side of his heart did not develop, did not work uh, single left ventricle, I believe it's called. And, you know, and then it wasn't even until after Max was born that we realized that he had a, a, a bunch of other little things going on with him. And, um, you know, again, you realize, you know, when, when that happens to you, um, how amazing life is number one. And that, you know, this little guy, this little human being was born, you know, without one side of his heart working, uh, you know, one little weird in form, you know, he had lots of other little things going on. So, you know, for the first four years of, of his life, you know, my son and daughter-in-law and Max lived here because we didn't want them to have all the fears and concerns, you know, um, you know, associated with something like that. And it was amazing to me to see, you know, um, my son, you know, my son, uh, Zach, who's an amazing uh, man, amazing dad, amazing husband. But growing up, Zach was the kind of kid like, you know, you would say, hey, Zach, close that door. Hey, Matt, hey, put the milk away. Hey, pick up your clothes, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And then like out of the blue, he's got this, you know, little life to deal with. And, you know, he's, you know, he's putting a feeding tube down him or he's cleaning a stoma or, you know, he's, uh, you know, cathing, straight cathing, you know, uh, this, this individual, this little, little being so that, you know, they can, they can, uh, you know, go to bathroom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 
to me, I mean, I mean, that was true greatness, you know, I mean, witnessing that and, and my daughter-in-law, by the way, I mean, um, she, she's, you know, she's amazing. I mean, every day, even, you know, now that Max has turned 12, um, and doing great, he's doing awesome, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's the oldest of my four grandkids and I'm blessed with all four of them being amazing. Um, you know, but, but seeing, you know, Max and, and, the care that he got you know, obviously from mom and dad, um, the care that he got obviously from this amazing region that we live in, you know, mm-hmm. he spent a good bit of time at children's hospital, which motivated me to do some things, you know, for children's hospital, for instance, mm-hmm. um, and, and the DePaul school for hearing and speech, which he attended and, you know, uh, you know, the variety of the children's charity, which, you know, again, focuses on, kids with disabilities and helping them just be kids, you know, to, to live as much of a life as they possibly can. How does Max exude joy and gratitude? How does he, how does he give it? How does he show it? How does, what, if somebody was meeting Max, what would they learn about joy and gratitude? He, he's the best, one of the best examples of, of selflessness of, of, I mean, I'll give you a great story about Max. Um, so, so Max, with all the challenges that he has, right, and, and, you know, again, spent obviously an awful lot of time and still does, I mean, to some degree, a little less now, but, you know, with, with you know, visits to Children's Hospital, obviously spent a lot of times there with his three heart surgeries and, you know, I mean, all kind of other things that he's had to deal with. But, you know, given all that, you know, Max at one point remembered, um, you know, what it was like being in the hospital, right. And being tied up to these tubes and whatnot and in the bed and not being able to do anything. But one of the things Max really always enjoyed, uh, was <laughs> quite frankly, wrestling, you know, not, not, you know, collegiate wrestling, we're talking right. WWE, you know, we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, the right. suspend, uh, Billy for a while here, right. but Max loved that. And then was collecting all these, you know, figures and all the accessories and whatnot. And, you know, really kind of helped him, you know, kind of get through his days in the hospital. Well, you know, later on and a little later on in life, you know, out of the blue, Max, you know, said to his mom and dad one day, he said, you know what I want to do? He said, I want to have a yard sale. You know, I want to sell a bunch of my, you know, a bunch of my old toys, you know, a bunch of things that I don't use anymore. And let's do a sale and then we can take the money and we can buy some uh, wrestling figures so that we can, you know, take the children's hospital. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, I was kind of like, Hey, go for it, whatever, you know, they actually did it in my driveway. You know um, my wife and I happened to be away that, uh, that, uh, that day that they did it. And uh, they, so they had this little sale and we thought oh, they'd raise enough for, you know, a couple of figures. Well, they raised enough money to, you know, to do, you know, a couple hundred actually, and uh, plus some accessories and whatnot. And then they just kind of loaded up their, their SUV, their, you know, their vehicle, my SUV, I guess it was at the time. And, uh, you know, took it over to Children's Hospital, no fanfare, you know, made a call, said, hey, we're going to meet you at the dock. Um, but Max exudes that every day. He's, he's, you know, again, like I said, he's all attitude, you know, he's a hundred percent, you know, he's, he's like already an old soul, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, really a blessing in, in my life. He is a joy. He is, he is, yeah. he is, he is gratitude embodied. 
Well, Joe, thanks so much for sharing all that with us today. It will help us all to be more grateful and present in the moment. Well, Mary, my pleasure. Thank you for your friendship. I'm blessed to have you in, in my in my world. And I hope that you and yours have a very blessed and healthy Thanksgiving. Same to you, Joe. The Bible has lots to say about giving thanks. One verse in particular from Thessalonians says, In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God. In all circumstances. That makes me think of Joe's grandson, Max, whose kindness and gratitude outweighed his own health challenges in helping kids at Children's Hospital. And the example of seeing the pharmacist or any worker doing more while we wait with eyes of appreciation. Yes, we're to give thanks in good times and in challenging times too. Then the middle part of that verse, give thanks. Joe shared how he gives thanks for the many blessings of his daily life. For him, it's people. Whether it was his brother-in-law, his grandson, or the security guard. Have you told the people around you that bless your life, that you appreciate them? Well, start with your family and work your way out from there. And that last part, for it is the will of God. If you've ever wondered what your purpose is, here it is. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God. If you could do nothing else but give thanks, you're serving God and living out His will for your life. How cool is that? So, let your attitude be your gratitude for God's blessings in your life. When you do this, your attitude will be your latitude for living a joy-filled life.